Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tree Dog Tuesday, and as always, I'm your host, Josh Michaelis. Um, just got back from Super Stakes, uh, got a lot of cool stuff lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to kind of combine the news desk, we got a guest, we got Mr. Blue Tick, the last Blue Tick standing out at Super Stakes, the freshman champion, Heike Yeager, he's going to come on in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about some money in the sport, uh, continue on kind of with that theme, and do a little Super Stakes recap. So it's going to be fun. Stay tuned. Do you have a hardworking dog? How about a mom about to give birth some pups? Our Super Meal 3020 is perfect for either scenario. With a whopping 510 kcals per cup, your dog will have more energy than ever before. It will also help keep your dog in top shape even while working or nursing pups. The added pumpkin will not only help with a healthier stool, but it also provides added calcium, which will help with lactation. Added magnesium will help with muscle repair, and the added vitamin B will help not only mama, but her pups thrive. And of course, our key ingredients, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, glucosamine and chondroitin, vitamin E and zinc, will help keep them healthy from the inside out with a shinier coat, healthier joints, and a healthier immune system. Over 75 years with no recalls and 100% American-made, you can rest assured you are feeding your dog the best bang for your buck. Get Super Meal today. Call 800-245-4125 or visit joydogfood.com. All right, folks. Um, Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday. I am still recouping from the weekend uh, or from the week I'm sorry uh, we got done filming the junior championship last night or night before last what is today I'm recording this on Monday and so it was the night before last Saturday night uh, if you've seen the live feed and the live coverage on the Joy Facebook page you will realize this cast was not super exciting uh, dogs made one tree, Screamer made one tree, it was a den, that was enough to win. Uh, you're gonna hear some comments on that, like, oh, they don't even have to tree coon to get paid, and blah, blah. but yeah. Uh, until you went out there and tried to, uh, you know, get a dog through five rounds, <laughs> you, you'll you understand that it's, it's a lot harder than you think. Uh, a lot of the scores weren't great. Saturday night, tired dogs, dogged out spots, you know how it goes. Uh, but we had a good time, and I thought, you know, especially going into super stakes, the money in the sport would be continue to be kind of the topic this week. Uh, it was super stakes is unique, and I mentioned this multiple times on the uh, live feed whenever we were behind the desk that it's a great blend of you know high money handlers and just regular guys. You know, and when you look at the guys like Wyatt Severance, who was able to double up with a doggy raise, Logan Rose. Uh, Heike Yeager comes out of the, out of the coal mines to, to take his baby pup to the freshman super stakes. And, uh, he's a nervous wreck, you know, all week long and he's able to win the whole thing. He's going to join us later, by the way. 
Uh, it's just, that's cool. And you know what? That's part of money being in the sport, too. Uh, it's not just the guys dropping 6500 on an entry fee. It's not just the, you know, the million-dollar hunt. It's not just, you know, guys winning new trucks. It's this, too. Um, these guys are not competing for the biggest prize package, but it's big. You know, I think, uh, you know, $7,000, pretty good chunk of change, you know, in the, in the sophomores, 7500 I think, something like that. 10000 for the juniors, 15000 for the seniors. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good chunk of change, but it's a hundred and some dollar entry fee on your first time, you know, especially if you got a reservation. It's not that big entry. Um, the money that goes back to the breeders is important, too, for the Super Stakes program. And so this is that's part of it, too. And you get, that's what, that like I said, that's what makes Super Stakes so unique is you get those guys, just the regular guys, you know, hand in hand, neck in neck with top handlers. And that is cool. You know, they get to test their metal against the best of the best. Uh, they get to do it for a paycheck. And they get to do it with a dog that they raised and trained themselves. Uh, just like some of these guys did and, and and got in and advanced deep into that hunt. So, yeah. That's part of the money in the sport, too. Um, I know you'll you'll see the money's the ruination of this, and we all know that's not true. Most of the listeners to this podcast, probably, probably not all of them. Uh, I did have some fantastic comments, you know, come in. I didn't have really anybody disagree with me. Um, the one point countering the money argument that I got was from Colt Baldwin, a joy customer up in Iowa. Uh, he fired fired off a text message or email. I can't remember what it was, but uh, he said that. You know, when, when money becomes prevalent and dogs become high, uh, people are less apt to, you know, not, they, they'd be more apt to breed a female that's less than stellar, uh, because the pups are worth more. Uh, they'd be more apt to, you know, not take that thing to the vet and get it spayed or neutered and give it to a, a pet home because, you know, it's out of something that's, that's worth some money. So that is a good point. Uh, that can affect the quality of the dog, but I don't think that affects it as much as, you know, these guys, you'll see these guys that are getting real picky about their litters, real picky about their breedings, and they're studying the pedigree even more. Uh, some of the other breeds that have not traditionally fared as well are getting better. Uh, the blue ticks, uh, the red bones, English, you know, these guys are, are gearing more towards having dogs with bigger motors. Uh, having dogs with more heart and um, don't get me wrong I'm not knocking any of these you know it's it's a long process and the walkers have a leg up everybody knows that but I'm I would hunt a really good whatever and I think that's the whole point behind this money is that these guys are not uh, locked down on one specific breed you take you give me a really good plot that I can go in a truck with I'm gonna go do it I don't care yeah, we've been breeding tree walkers for, since I was five, you know, 37 years, almost 38, I remember us having walker dogs. And so, but you hand me a cur dog that can go out and, and win a pro sport hunt, I'm paying that entry fee. You know, that that's the good thing about it is you're going to get uh, guys that want to win and they don't care what they win with. You know, you look at uh, Lefty sold to Heather Island out there at Super Stakes for, uh, 
you know the numbers high i think i i'm i'm wanting to say i heard you you don't know you know you hear all kinds of rumors but i think 40 grand was the number and so they didn't care that he was a black and tan As a matter of fact that may have appealed to him a little bit so yeah you know roger shable's gonna buy a good red bone you know they they don't care that they they, they want to win and it, it, i think it's making those breeds better and they're gonna catch us they'll catch the walker guys eventually it's gonna be a while they'll catch us so yeah you know the money money's important uh it's what drives the entire world especially here in the united states so you know to call it all bad are there some bad aspects sure um is a guy more likely to move a dog off a tree for a hundred thousand dollars than he is for uh a ukc win so that probably depends on the guy but yeah probably i would say so you know if i'm i'd like to think i'm the most honest guy out there at most times i'm probably not well i know i'm not <laughs> but i i try to i try to be as fair as possible but you know, if I'm sitting there and all I got to do is cheat a little bit and nobody's going to know and I get six figures, who knows what I'd do? Who knows what you would do? So there is that aspect of it. But for the most part, as a whole, uh, it makes it better. You know, it does. It, it's it's driving the sport. It's going to help us bring it to be mainstream. Uh, and that is important for the longevity of, you know, running hounds. It's very important. You know, money drives this podcast. Money drives our live feed. It's you guys supporting Joy Dog Food that allows me to do this. Uh, we can't bring this to you without our our money or our customers spending their hard-earned money on our product. And so this wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for that. Maybe some of you folks that are don't like me very much maybe think that's a negative. I don't know. But you look at... at, at Coonhound Media and where it's come in just the last three or four years. I remember when I started the YouTube channel and everybody thought I was crazy, and now here I am. You know, it's it's gonna come even further, especially if I got anything to do with it. And it's all driven by money. It really is. Uh, I'm hunting tonight, getting ready for a pro sport hunt. You know, that's that's one of the things that's driving me to get out of the woods when I should be sleeping. Uh, it's what drives Heike Yeager, you know, all the way from West Virginia to Indiana, you know, when he's, he's just a coal miner with a good dog and he wanted to give it a shot and he's doing it for a paycheck. You know, he's doing it, out, going out there to to have fun, of course, but the money, if it wasn't for the money, the hunt wouldn't even be going for Heike to go to. So just some thoughts, something to consider. Uh, congratulations to all the winners. We got, uh, I'll have to, I don't even, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm a little run down still. But uh, I know Screamer won the juniors. I believe Eric Pyatt and Bill won the senior. Um, we have, uh, da -da 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 -da, who won the sophomore? That would have been Gator, I believe. Yeah, Gator, Travis Carlock. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to all those guys. Um Super cool hunt. We had a really good time covering it. Uh, our next event is going to be the Pro Sport Truck Series here in Mercer, Missouri. Uh, that's where we will be next as far as I know. I would like to uh, 
wish everybody well this weekend at the Tournament of Champions, too. I will not be able to make it. I really want to. Um, Alan, Trevor, all the folks at the UKC do such a good job on that event. I mean, just a great job from the coverage uh, to how they treat the hunters to all that stuff. And, of course, there was a, that's a, an event with a large cash prize of $50,000. But uh, they do great. Um, they really knock it out of the park with that. So you guys keep an eye out for that. That'll be on YouTube, on the United Kennel Club's uh, YouTube channel. And I know I'll be watching it if I'm out in the woods. You know, I keep it in my tablet or whatever in the in the buggy, and I'll watch it while the dogs are running or whatever. So that's going to be fun. But, yeah, that's coming up. Um, We're going to... Go to go to Heike here. Uh, he was able to call in and talk to us about his great run with Toker. So uh, we'll have a quick commercial, and then we will join Heike Jaeger. Puppies bring everyone joy, right? So why not bring joy to them? Our puppy formula is made with 515 kcals per cup to help your pups gain weight at a healthy rate. Added B vitamins are also used so the pups can thrive. Our formula consists of six key ingredients, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids to help keep their coat and skin shiny and beautiful, zinc and vitamin E for a healthy immune system, and glucosamine and chondroitin for healthier joints. Over 75 years with no recalls and 100% American-made, you can rest assured that you are feeding your dog the best bang for your buck. Find a joy dealer near you. Call 800-245-4125 or visit joydogfood.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the guest segment on Tree Dog Tuesday this week, I am joined by Mr. Heike Yeager, the last blue tick standing at Super Stakes and your baby stakes champion. Uh, Heike, we talked to each other out there a little bit, and uh, you, you was a little nervous going into that final cast, or the semifinal cast even. It, it wasn't just the final cast. I was nervous from the time i pulled in the parking lot <laughs> it, it, you said this was kind of your first large event you know that you'd brought his mama out to super stakes but never did get you know too far down into the end mm -hmm. of the running no she unfortunately she she got uh she started coming in heat i did get the hunting uh, night out there and then i just pulled the plug and yeah. we just kind of enjoy the rest of the week but uh yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm lucky to go to, you know, eight or 10 hunts a, a year period. I don't, I don't get to do a lot of uh, competition hunting. I love it. You know, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it, but I just don't get a chance to really go to many of them. And, uh, we decided to put this little fella in this hunt cause he was doing pretty good. My, my partner on the dog, Brad Heron, he's been hunting him, uh, and and he has really done a good job with that dog. He was pretty much a natural. Uh, started easy, started early, and uh, I actually I have never hunted with the dog until this past Tuesday was the first time I ever hunted. Really? Him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's neat. I tell you. Well, you're just like a regular old pro. You look at guys like Duel or something. Will pick up a dog on Monday and get it in on Tuesday. Well, you're doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta you know as well as I do. You gotta catch some good breaks and and get some luck along the way. And you know we we was able to catch a few breaks along the way. And 
uh, had some real exciting cast, uh, you know, couple, one cast, uh, shoot, I was getting beat and there was maybe 20, 25 seconds left and, and, uh, he got treed and, and that won me a cast. And then another one, you know, within the last five, six minutes, the same thing. Uh, yeah. so it, it, it worked out. It was a pretty cool experience. Well, tell everybody about the schedule, the work schedule that you have that we were talking about before I hit this record button. Maybe they'd understand why you don't have time to hunt as much as you want or go to competition hunts as much as you want. Well, I, I work in a coal mine. I've done that for 23, 23 years, and I, I rotate shifts every week. I work one week at midnight, afternoon, then day shift, and then I just start over and it's it ain't no fun i mean there's <laughs> no, there's I no schedule so. you know i yeah. my my wife and kids will come through the house sometimes they'll find me asleep on the floor in the corner somewhere like like an old dog or i'll be coming in at four in the morning wrestling up something to eat and <laughs> yeah. it, there, there's no schedule yeah no and that makes it hard to schedule out i assume you just use vacation days to go to super stakes or something like that you know but it it would be hard to travel with a dog especially when you're doing something like that yep yep well i'm just thankful to have such a good partner on the dog you know brad he hunted him uh 27 of the last 30 nights and i want to tell you there there was times we pulled in this weekend to to get him out of the box and man he that little that little fellow was so wore out he didn't yeah. even want to come out of the box but once he come out and his feet hit the hit the ground his tail was wagging and he was ready to roll tell us about toker uh what's he out of and you said you ra- was it his mama or your dad his daddy that you raised uh i got the mama you got the mama uh, Yep, Mama is Ivy, and she is she's a really nice dog. Um, you know, she's probably the nicest dog I've ever had, really. Yeah. Uh, she, she was <clears throat> she was a little late later starting type dog. She um, she was more of a trailing type dog to start off with, you know. And and uh, but she won't even she's so independent. She she won't even go when you cut her loose with other dogs. She won't even go in the same direction as yeah. another dog. Um, but she's out of uh, big country and a blue dog, uh, called TNH's blue Josie. Yeah. I bought, I bought, I went to Louisiana to buy her as a puppy. I bought her off of Richie uh, McDonald yeah. and, uh, brought her home, raised her and, and she'll, she'll never leave here. Yeah. That's the, that's the second litter of pups I've ra- raised in my entire life. Really? Yep. So, yeah, and I I bred uh, I bred Ivy to a, a good friend of mine over in Ohio, Ron Jackson. He's got a dog named Hook over there that uh, seemed to be producing a lot of really nice pups. So, mm-hmm. and I've I've hunted, I uh, got to hunt with Hook, you know, a few times, and really liked how the dog operated. And then I also I got to hunt with several pups off of him that I liked what I seen, and I thought, well, let's give it a go. Yeah. What about Toker's litter mates? Did some a lot of litter mates? Because I mean, these are you got, people don't remember that these are babies. You know, these dogs ain't a year old yet, so some of them are still developing. I'm sure, but are the the rest of the litter mates doing pretty well too? Yeah, actually, there's there's several of the litter mates that uh, the ones that are getting hunted are are pleasing their owners uh, really well. So yeah. I was yeah. happy to see that. Yeah, they're 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 stretched out from Pennsylvania to Oklahoma and in between. You know, yeah. so. They're, they're doing really well. Um, 
So what, what's your what's your plans for Toker in the future? Well, Brad and I, I think I brought I actually brought uh, brought Toker home with me back to West Virginia. Yeah, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna hunt him in these hills and hollers and and see how he operates around here. You know, uh, yep. we've got a decent coon population here, but it just such different terrain and right. and no no crops, none of that stuff. It's just all big timber, big country. So we're, I'm going to hunt him here for a month or so and then uh, get, him, get him back over there for Brad because Brad just, luckily, he was able to retire, and he's, he's got a heck of a lot more time to, to do that dog justice than I do. But uh, as far as putting him in the hunts, I don't think we really have plans in putting him in any hunts for a little while. We're going to just let him let him kind of develop and grow up a little bit and and uh, then probably try to push him and, and do what we can with him. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. You guys obviously know what you're doing. Uh, congratulations, Heike. It's a cool story. I, I like setting you down in behind the booth and doing the joy coverage and all that stuff. And I was rooting for you guys. The one lone blue tick ended up winning the whole thing. So, you know, that was cool too. I know you had a whole breed behind you when I looked on Facebook on uh sunday i thought boy there's a lot of folks rooting for him (laughs) well i hope there was you know i i don't know that stuff because i ain't never i've never had none of that social media so i've never had book face or instagram or none of that stuff so i'm i'm in the dark on that stuff you know but uh i I hope there was some people following and rooting us along there was Means all all the blue tickers, you know, you Trey Melton and them guys down in Oklahoma and several others were, they were all cheering cheering for you and we're happy for you. Good, you know, funny real quick, funny story is that little pup when when I raised that litter, there was she had fourteen pups. I lost two and and she raised twelve. Yeah, uh, and she done a she was a great mama, but that that pup, I was dead set on not keeping him because I. I just didn't. I said that's the ugliest pup in the litter, <laughs> and of course, you know, Mama and and uh, my daughter. That was their favorite, so yeah. he, he never left. And boy, I'm I'm sure glad. I bet are they are they taking credit for it now that you got that paycheck oh, every, with you? <laughs> every ounce they 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 said I owe them money. Yeah, that's right. Which I imagine they're going to get it anyway. Yeah, they're going to get it. They <laughs> yeah. always do. <laughs> all right hikey i appreciate you joining me buddy we'll sit down and we'll do this again and continue hope you continue success with toker and we're all happy for you all right josh i appreciate it thanks all a lot all right thanks buddy yes sir all right ladies and gentlemen that is it for this week's tree dog tuesday uh next weekend me and finley are going to sit down or next week i'm sorry me and Finley are going to sit down and do some training talk. Uh, we're going to talk about certain aspects of getting dogs ready. Because, uh, frankly, that's what we're doing right now. We're, we're trying to get dogs ready for a major event. So I thought that would be a good topic. Uh, we have some questions you know, sent in on the topic that we're going to hope to cover. Uh, if you have any anything else you'd like me to ask Jed or you want to ask myself, uh, send them in. Josh at joydogfood.com. So. This is uh, another great episode of Tree Dog Tuesday. I appreciate you all listening, and we will see you next week.